Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fictional. As you can tell from the slightly different style of music, this is going to be a slightly different style of episode. It's something we call Story Chat, where we sit down with an author, a filmmaker or any kind of storyteller really, and talk to them about their life and their work in a real fun and laid back way. So sit back, relax, unless you're going for a jog, then run faster. It's story time. Hello guys and welcome to Stories the True and the Fictional, or Story Chat as we love to call it. Uh, We have a wonderful guest, but before I bring her in, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Rebecca Castles and the Rising Dawn series. If you like werewolf romance... Um, and characters modeled off Henry Cavill. Um, check it out on Amazon. But uh, now that the promo is done, um, <laughs> Kelly Wilson, how are you, my friend? I am great. Even the better to see you tonight. Aww. Aww. Well, <laughs> He's well, pretty to... cool. I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those that may not know, um, who is Kelly Wilson? Mm. Well, she is soon to be a multi-award winning international author just to let you know at the moment she is I and I am an Australian author I'm an educator and I'm a podcast presenter just like you JA <laughs> yeah there you go we uh we, we felt the need to swap you know we did we did and uh, I loved my interview with you so for listeners out there I did stalk JA to you know <laughs> get a bit of a spot in his cool show so thanks yeah. well, well, well normal, normally we have a second host on but he's uh Ryan he's in hospital at the moment ah. um yeah he had a bit of a bad um infection in his leg and oh, um, yeah so he'll be he'll be back in a week or two um yeah. so he misses out tonight when we have our does. chat and, and, but but I get to have all the icebreakers to myself. He hogs the questions that he likes. You know? So, so, Bring so it. T- tonight I will, um, or today, depending on your listening, um, I get to uh, hit you with these icebreakers. Are you ready? Oh, I'm totally ready. <laughs> all right. Um, and just to reiterate, uh, they don't have to be political. They can be funny. And, you know, uh, if Ryan was here, he would, he would encourage you to be as selfish as you possibly can be. Uh, <laughs> But if you could get rid of one thing in the world, what would it be? Oh, that is just such a massive question and you know it. So mm-hmm. on a non-political way, I would say poachers. I hate them. I'd love to spit on them. They're disgusting. I can't stand their self-entitlement and their greed. Is that passionate enough for you? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but even the bigger picture, if we got rid of entitled people, then we could all live a cool happy, relaxed, even life, you know, where the greed mm. didn't exist and we could just hang out. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> how long until Elon Musk sends people to Mars? Because, you know, we could... Yeah, we could start again. Yeah, well, no, well, it's more so all the entitled people would go to Mars well, because we they would be them. entitled. No, well, nice. they, they, they would all line up and go, oh, yes, well, I, I deserve to go. Yes, because I am more special. <laughs> you know, I actually like that because they could assume it's a two-way ticket, but it's not. It's a one-way ticket. Yeah. So we would yeah. have the last laugh. Yeah. 
Oh, and there's, you know, and if everyone's seen The Martian with Matt Damon, uh, it's probably not going to be fun. <laughs> no, they're lost. They're lost. Yeah, but, you know, hopefully they can get a Wi-Fi signal there and Uber Eats and they'll be fine. Um, not, no. not sure about Uber Eats, but uh, do you think Amazon would still do next day delivery or same yeah, day delivery? Probably. Or... <laughs> they, they reach far and wide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they probably would. <laughs> That'll be their new base. Awesome. All right. Uh, tell me something that's on your bucket list. My bucket list is huge, but my number one thing on my bucket list is to go to Costa Rica and some to spend some time with my all-time favourite animal, a sloth. They have a sanctuary there that, oh, my gosh, I would just love. I am a crazy cat woman. Don't get me wrong. I have three cats and two mm. dogs and blah, blah. But sloths, they just bring it. They know how to live. Now, well, when you said Costa Rica, my first thought was Jurassic Park. Because um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, no, but um, yeah, no. M- m- my friends and I once upon a time dreamed of making a horror movie about a sloth. And, It'd be uh, kind of slow, don't yeah, you well, think? Well, like... well, the 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 sub, you know, you know, like it will say sloth, and then the you know the sub note or whatever <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. it would say you you will see it coming. Um, <laughs> you know, but yeah, uh, you'd have to have a good couple of hours up your sleeve, and you know the yeah. suspense. I don't know how you'd do that. <laughs> oh well, we 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 found the cheapest and easiest way, and most effective, um, handy cam, because those found footage films are they always they're intense you know yeah true true well you've pulled off the whole emu thing so i mm-hmm. wouldn't count it out no i'll, I'll put it on it's, it's on my bucket my bucket do list. It. yeah do it i like <laughs> yeah. i like a lot yeah um, yeah yeah all right well uh what's the greatest sitcom ever made oh is there a question on that friends yeah. is the greatest friends. sitcom ever <laughs> you know i could go with seinfeld because that yeah that teaches us almost every life lesson we need mm-hmm. to know really you yeah. know, um, I'm st- I still could repeat episode after episode, yeah. but then Friends is just up there for me. It's too funny. It's common. It's it's a very common answer. Seinfeld and oh, and and um, Friends really? are the two 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 um most common answers we get. Uh, I don't want to um, be common. I want to be different. Oh, all right. What's your second favorite? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really. I'm gone. I don't really have see, it. See, my, my, mine is Scrubs. Never seen Scrubs. You've never seen Scrubs. Never. It is brilliant, except for season nine. But um. Oh, why? They are. Well, it's technically a spin-off, but the the main character left. Ah. And he's like the main character, and they tried to. Careful, they tried to, there. They tried to wean you off him, so he was in yeah, a couple of episodes. Worry. But you're like, you're hey, it, it should it should have been a spin-off, and it may right. have done better. But um, no, it's fan. If you can ever, I think it's on Disney Plus. Um, yeah, I got that. Though that. the sad thing is, it's got such a good soundtrack, but on Disney Plus, they didn't have the rights for oh. those songs. So all the songs aren't as good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, that's sad. No, but definitely check it out. It's okay, I'll check it out. Fantastic. Came out in 2003, I think it started. Yeah, I'm a bit behind the times then. Yeah, I'm no, a Netflix fan. Don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. I'm watching Bridgerton at the moment. And it's mm. really cool because one of my characters in my latest novel is from 1901. So I'm getting Ooh. all my old language on with Bridgerton. Didn't quite realise it was as racy as it is, but um, <laughs> I'm well, loving that. Well, if it's Netflix, I think Netflix and Prime, Amazon Prime, pretty they're both pretty racy. Yes. You yes. know, they're like, they, they don't shy away. <laughs> no, I might have to ramp my, my new character up in my novel. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> awesome. Well, speaking of of crazy zombie apocalypse plan, do you have one? Well, funny you mention that because I live with a couple of teens who take that quite seriously and have pre-planned that actual event. Awesome. And I had to actually say to them, explain this. What what is this? You know, is this a factor and they're they're like yes it's creatures that can take over the world you know if i'm wrong tell me i am old and i don't know <laughs> but they mutate is that right and they they, they take they over bite. They, bite they don't fight spread. no they bite you they bite and then, you and, and then you and then you turn into one and then another one bites you and you turn into one and then oh uh, cool. dep- there's variations Not. there's there's the walking dead ones where they they're really slow <laughs> so you could outrun them um technically so wow. my boys said, because I said naturally I would take up as a wombat underground the underground because their mm. their little systems are amazing and yeah. surely I could get them to build, you know, an area that was big enough for me. Yeah. Their point was though that I should relocate to an island because that was their plan because they yeah. can't swim. Yeah, that's it. Well, most people say boats, you know, like you live on the water. And okay. then, you have, then you've got to come back to land for supplies, but, you know. Mm, dangerous. Yeah. And but I other... could just send the wombats out and just take yeah. on a wombat diet. <laughs> Unless they get turned. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Um... They've got big teeth. Yeah, yeah, true. A lot of people say move to the mountains as well. No, I'm in the mountains and I'm like going like, well, my Same. plan is to stay put. <laughs> true. Well, I'm in the mountains too. <laughs> yeah. So oh, Whereabouts are you? We're in Upper Beaconsfield, so it's... Mm. It's not a, you know, it's a really rural, bushy area. Yeah. Kind of mountain. Where are you? Blue Mountains, I'm on the, you? Yeah, Blue Mountains, but not, not you know, Katoom, but all the touristy stuff. I'm on the other side of the Blue Mountains. Oh, how beautiful. Where people buy part. Like, we've got, we've got a one road in town. Um, nice. So you can't, you, know, you come up, then you have to turn around and go back, you know? Yeah. Sort of thing. But we're completely surrounded by National Park. I see. Same. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we'll be right. We won't get attacked in the, you know, when the zombies come. We'll be fine. No, I'll see them coming because I can see Sydney from my place. So. Oh, you're right then. <laughs> Give me a call and I'll just, yeah. you know, go underground. <laughs> yeah. All right. well, you'll probably see it coming. It probably will start in Melbourne. So. <laughs> true. True. All right. Yeah. I'll yeah. get that island happening then just in case as a backup. Yeah. Um, I think Tasmania is taken. So you might want to. Uh, you know. There's a really cool island not far from our beach house called french island maybe i could look into mm. that that could be all right you have to speak french to go there or you don't luckily no. <laughs> <laughs> i think it's mostly animals and i prefer them to people mostly anyway so I'd yes 100 percent. i'd be okay 100%. with that well <laughs> final icebreaker and one of my yes. favorites uh mr elon musk calls you up let's face it mm-hmm. if he was if someone was to invent a time machine it would be him um, it would be. And he offers you to test drive his new electric time machine. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Where do you go? Do I have to go forward? You can go anywhere you want. Oh, good. Because I really don't have, I, I don't foresee the future. I'm not a real, I don't know. I don't know if that would be as amazing as going back. I think there was a lot of things that are cooler and a lot of cooler mm. people in the yeah. past and, and periods of time. So I would have to say I would love to check out the 50s. No, oh, the 1950s. I couldn't. I couldn't be a woman in that time because I'm too outspoken and <laughs> not. You know, I'm not the good little housewife type. But I could go and educate women <laughs> on how to really live. <laughs> yeah. No, it would be interesting. Um, and I, be I, I like you said the fifties because it's safe enough. It's between the wars. Exactly. Um, yes. You know, yeah. you know, things are yeah. things are and up and down. 
kind of looked fun. It just looked good. 60s, yeah. bit wild for me, you know, 40s, you know, rock and roll hadn't come. So I don't know. Yeah. 50s 30, for me, thanks. 30s are the Great Depression, you know, it's kind of. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I can frock up really nicely in the 50s too. In the so. 20s, alcohol's banned. Um, yeah. You know, You've really got worse. to take all this into consideration, yeah. you know. Yeah. 80s, yeah. I kind of lived as a preteen. So I've been there, done that, had all the fluoro, the leg warmers, mm. the studded belts. So I feel like I've covered that. Yeah. Mm. No, that's, that's, that's good. Uh, yeah. Because I feel like it's kind of almost dangerous to go into the future because you don't know what's you're going to land. You don't, in. You don't know Pretty- what. what what you need to do, who you need to be. Yeah. Yeah, nah. I mean, yeah, I might go a day ahead and get the lotto numbers and, you know, that's... <laughs> good point. Very know, good that, point. That, yes. That could, you know. Yes, that's good point. <laughs> if you do, uh, can I come? Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. No, I'll just bring you back some numbers, you know. Okay, great. Yeah, I'll bring perfect. you back. The, I'll go two days. I'll go one day and I'll get myself some numbers. I'll go yep. the next day and get you some numbers. Awesome. Perfect. Um, I only need enough to be a full-time author. Happy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, sounds you, like a plan. You hear me, don't you? You understand. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, and I'm only new. I'm only relatively new to writing, so I'm like, you know, I, I, I could, I could see myself doing this. Oh yeah, yeah, yep, absolutely. I could. Yeah, something about something about telling stories. That's oh, it's amazing, you know? isn't it? It's so good. It's and, so good. Yeah, it's good. And my my niece is obsessed with books. Oh, uh, like so. She went, oh, the whole family went to see Tick, Tick, Boom in, the, in Sydney. If you yes. know Tick, Tick, Boom, it's yes. like they, yeah. not, not Andrew Garfield. No. <laughs> no, but like other other people doing it. And she didn't want to go. She didn't want to yeah. go. But the way they got her in there is they stopped at a big bookshop. And then she was like, <laughs> oh, books. You know? I'll go. Oh, yeah. what a beautiful soul. Yeah. yeah. No, so she has to go to every bookshop there is. Love it. Well, and when, and when you'd we, be we, mighty popular then. Yeah. Yeah. No, she, she, she's got my book the um the first version of my book <laughs> oh um, i bet guys you'd yeah. be super proud that's amazing mm-hmm. yep all right well speaking of writing yes let's learn more about you okay where well, did it where did it begin for you i think uh, forever and a day you know i've dabbled in writing and and loved to write little tiny things along the way i've been in teaching uh full-time um, around my kids, of course, for around 24 years. So never had time, never gave myself the time or was brave enough, I suppose, to mm. go, you know what, I ne- really need to explore this writing thing. Um, the old cliche during COVID <laughs> gave us all a bit of time, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, I was educating online at the time and I had some really tough um literacy groups that were um, disengaged and didn't want to do a thing and I used to bring my dog in and they would find that funny and then I quickly would scribble down some you know some funny rhyming stories about him and it just took off and then I had schools going hey can we use these stories that you've created so my first picture storybook was called um, Hudson Houdini Escapologist Mm. Extraordinaire and it's a five-part series of my dog at the time, um, Hudson, mm. and his escapades escaping around our community, which is really true. Mm. Um, and it literally took off. And I thought, oh, wow, okay, cool. That's kind of fun. Um, I sent it into a publisher and luckily it just got picked up. And I thought, oh, 
okay, that's mm. that's great. I loved doing the picture story. I've always been a rhymer. I love doing that. Um, and then not long after, I sort of, as you do, as you know, you get the bug. And I thought, well, I'm going to write another story. And I um, had this incredible footage, months of footage of my very posh cat uh, escaping <laughs> outside. And she would hang out with a fox and a wombat. I kid you not. We live in a bush area. Yeah. Um, and this is what she was doing. And so my imagination went crazy. And I wrote another book called Lady Lulu, um, which is another picture story. And uh, I was lucky enough to get it illustrated by Emma Hay and it it again took off and is going really great guns around the world and um, it's in a lot of schools and I still go into a lot of schools um, as an author and an educator and use it but didn't feel that was my niche. I just mm. still didn't think that was my true calling as a writer. So tend to be a little bit of a psycho super challenger. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I thought to myself, okay, what, what do I want to do? And I was thinking about another picture storybook. My mother-in-law had shown me a crystal or a stone, which is called the lapis lazuli stone. It's a blue stone. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know about it. So I was going to write about a girl and a young girl and blah, blah, finding a lapis stone. Mm -hmm. And then I started researching where this lapis stone came from and went, oh, it's in Afghanistan. And then I started researching the lapis miners there right to this day. Then, of course, that that morphed into, you know, women's education as it does <laughs> in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. And suddenly I was on this massive journey to um, write. It's a thriller. It's fast-paced. It's a young adult or new adult, I'd call it, um, book about a young girl called uh, Grace and her journey um, finding out the true identity of her family which has been hidden from her all her life uh, until she suddenly um, realises that her dad or she finds out her dad is not her real dad um, and she's an angry furious teen and she has to go and stay at her grandma's and it turns out her grandma was an underground educator during the Taliban raid. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so I've gone right down that road. Why? Was it easy? Absolutely not. But um, it's getting picked up more and more by school curriculum mm. and it's quite, it's topical. Absolutely, it's topical. Yep. I had some publishers overseas go, not touching that, not not a chance. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, did, did, you, did you send it to the Middle East? Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I didn't. Um, i tell you who wouldn't. America were not, no way. Um, London. Oh, that's interesting. Well, you know, you have a think about their journey with, you know, Afghanistan, and you can probably, yeah. um, you know, I've, I've, I've been very. I was. It, you never go into a topic like that thinking you yeah. know anything at all, and I certainly yeah. didn't. Um, I mean, you could probably send it to Florida. They're pretty, you know, chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, they go, yeah, man, yeah, that's all right. Just, just, just um, not, just not California. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> anyway, I went with an Australian publisher, yeah. and um, it's done really well. It's actually, yeah. its reviews have been higher with adults, even than young adult, which is oh, interesting. Wow. People have loved it for the informative read. So I've interviewed beautiful Afghan women, and uh, you know, educators, and. Um, lots of people from right around the world 
on that topic, but kept it lighthearted. It's got a really strong female lead. It's got a happy ending. It it kind of makes you go, whew. Um, and I did it so that perhaps young people or any people could be the voice of change in Australia, you know, have a, have a think about, well, hang on, this is all happening in Afghanistan again. You know, mm-hmm. women are losing the right to be educated, to wear what they want, to yeah, to drive, you know, to drive, to <laughs> yeah. go outside, to anything. Yeah. And you know, I had a strange question not long ago. Someone said, "How did you know that this was going to happen in 2023?" And I said, "Of course, I didn't know the yeah. Taliban were coming back. I was writing yeah. from the mid 90s, yeah, hoping and praying it would never come back." But yeah, it's back. So we need yeah. to read a book like this to understand the oppression there. So yeah. it, it sounds very sort of heavy, and but it's quite uplifting and set in rural Australia. My character yeah. has to be shipped off to her grandma's house because she's in trouble with the law. So it's either juvie yeah. detention or her grandma will take her on. So mm-hmm. she goes there and while she's there, she starts unpacking family secrets more and more and more and realises this grandma that she thought was a waste of space is actually an amazing human still on the run from the Taliban. See, that's that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I, I, it sounds like I, I, something I, even I would pick up, you know? Yeah. Um, I've actually had a, a lot of, of men read it and go, whoa, and I'm wrapped yeah. with that because I, I never want it just to be a girly book, you know what yeah. I mean? Well, yeah. I, I love a good mystery, you know, and I, I love What's that. <laughs> like, you know, a a like when you're learning things as it like it keeps keeps you wanting to read because you're wondering yeah. what's what's, what's going to happen, what's going to happen, yeah, yeah. Those, those books that you know, you're you're reading before bed, it's way too late, and then you get to the end of the chapter, you're like, what? No, I need more. <laughs> That's exactly how I write, and I've done it with my next novel and my new one I'm writing. But I also go through time in all my novels. So mm-hmm. in Breathe Grace, um, I do it through um, um, Grace doesn't really realise she's got the power to um, go into like dreamlike trances and she 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 finds herself in the mines next to the Taliban miners or in the middle of a bombing in Afghanistan or mm. places like that. And whew, I had to research to get that right and I'm still hoping I did. But Yeah. It it really humbled me. The whole process it was amazing. Yeah, and and I, I suppose it'll really open people's eyes to what it's like over in uh, in those countries. Um, in a tiny bit, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I, I've had a lot of. Um, I've been invited on a couple of cultural things now, and where they've said you've handled it really um, beautifully, and you've been really cautious enough and said the facts without. Um, yeah. uh, with with sensitivity, so yeah. I feel all I wanted to do with those beautiful people justice. Really, mm. the more I found out about, you know, we have it so good here, yeah. and our young people, you know, if they can for five minutes have a look and go, hang on, what? That's a girl in the same yeah. time period as me, and yeah. how are we living on the same planet? You know, that's to me, yeah. I've done my job. Yeah, it's it, it's scary. Like, um, it, even when you think back to like, I was I learned about how young the founding fathers of, of America were when oh. they signed the Declaration. They go, "This guy's eighteen. I, this guy's twenty-four. You know, um, I even even know. Ned Kelly, he was he got hanged at twenty-five. You know, like we didn't his... even know who we were then. <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's just Same like, with Queen Elizabeth. Know. Like she was a baby when she had to take over. You know. We, we, we've had it so good like i you know i like to say like i grew up um i was born in the 80s and i think i had it pretty pretty flipping good yeah. um 
Same. Perfect time to grow up in. You know, you don't have anything really yeah. bad to deal with. Yeah. Um, it's hard for them now. I, I do yeah. get that. And I don't write it to be more, you know, dampness or oppression. No. I, but I do do it so that, you know, these people are our, our young people are our future as well. And yeah. It, it, they can be a voice of change. And if yeah. if I can get it into the educational system more and more, it's just yeah. food for thought, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, so then clearly I had to top that with something <laughs> even more topical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, do you want me to keep talking about it go, the next one? Go, 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 move along. I, I do want to come back to your uh, to your Houdini book. Um, okay. Because you know I, me, I, I love animals. Um, good, I'd like to but, too. But keep, keep rolling, so, keep rolling. So then <laughs> I thought, okay, I've written a, you know, a book like Breathe Grace, which is dealing with Afghanistan and Australia. Mm. What to, what to? Then I started to follow <laughs> some people called Destiny's Rescue. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. No, but I've, I've heard of Destiny's Child, but not Destiny's Rescue. Yeah, I love yeah. seeing Destiny's Child, yeah. <laughs> Just as cool, these people. <laughs> Except that they send teams into Nepal, India, Asia, all over the place wow. and rescue children from trafficking situations see i love that that's right what could i do so i became part of that organization and um i've written a book um called the shadows in my mind and this one another new adult but again it's just had a five-star review from an Mm. adult book club and reviewer so i'm very happy um and the shadows in my mind is about a young um girl called anya wakes up in an Australian hospital with trauma amnesia. Now she knows she's recently been transported in and adopted by her Australian um, missionary parents. Doesn't know too much about her past. No, she's from. Um, no, she has come from India. Um, she's quite happy to be live, moving on and not reliving a lot of her past. She blocks a lot of it. Doesn't want to know. Doesn't want to know. Doesn't want to know. Happy to get on with her life in Australia until. A really mysterious letter comes from India and it says, I was the housemaid in the home that you were you were um, brought in and captive of for nine years. I need you to help me. You still have a sister in captivity here. Mm. It's even given me goosebumps as I say it. <laughs> so Anya starts, as trauma victims do of trauma amnesia, starts getting some flashbacks, getting some recall of where she's been and what's happened realises she was stolen at nine from Nepal, as was her twin sister, and trafficked into India through an open border that still exists today. Mm. And uh, she's got to decide, is she going back into India to face her potential captor or is she going to... So she meets this really cool sort of um, Australian detective who has been in that industry his whole life but doesn't want to know about it anymore. His last mission went terribly wrong. No, doesn't want to do it. Um, He won't help. Off she goes to India. Can't spoil it, but it's pretty Mm. full on. To be continued. (laughs) To be continued. I had the most humbling experience again. I got to talk to orphanages. I talked to Mm. women who had worked in brothels in um, the red light district in India for 20 years and their stories and Indian culture and it it, it it was quite incredible and you know even to the point of um you know Google Earth it's so amazing I could 
I could zoom into the street where I the girls were stolen from at nine from the orphanage that raised them and which happens every day and has happened on that street. And um, another another book that's a really fast pace, it's people are saying the reviews are going, I can't, I could not put this down two days. I had to know, even though I wanted to put it down because some of the scenes are pretty full on. Um, yeah. I steered away from a lot of the sex trafficking just because I knew it would be in senior school curriculum. So um, although I've um, mentioned that, you know, trafficking umbrellas, everything from organ stealing to, to um, housemaids at eight to, to, you know, or a lot of things. So, again, I just hope I've done those beautiful people justice and mm. um, it's it's rife today after COVID still. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But, so lot sounds like you've had a long journey from children's books to <laughs> to something a little more intense. I went from like to yeah. So my new novel I'm writing is a little bit calmer. It's still a very cool historical um, novel. Mm-hmm. It's a the my new my newest novel is called Where the Driftwood Meets the Sand, and it's about a the Qing Dynasty, which is the last monarchy in China. And one of their royal family, just before war is about to dispose of the monarchy, she gets out and flees to Australia with all the treasure, with all the monarchy jewels. Oh, wow. <laughs> so she hides out on the coastline of Australia. And it's her story. She's a ghost now and her great-great-granddaughter trying to find these jewels and they morph from one to the other. So I'm constantly going from 1902 to 2017 and back oh, and forth. Nice. I'm having heaps of fun. Ghost yeah. riding is fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I've been up to. Awesome. Yeah. Well, let, let, let's let's um let's lighten the mood with with uh let's 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 talk about uh Hudson Houdini. Houdini. Yeah. Hudson Houdini. Um how easy was it to write? Like like did you just translate things that actually happened into the book or, or well, how'd you yeah, Hudson was a cocker spaniel, hilarious guy. He was um, just a fabulous chap. I'm right into my dogs. I love them. And I've always kind of believed, still do, dogs, cats, whatever animals you've got, they've fully got a secret life that you do yeah. not know about. And when you go off to work, that's when the real fun begins. <laughs> right? I really think that. Um, so <laughs> Hudson was quite easy to write because I've always been a a big rhymer and I love having lots of fun. And um, basically I just turn, I turned him into a, every time the family went off to work and school, he would morph into a superhero and he'd cruise around his community and anyone in needing a hand, he'd help. So in one of my stories, there's um, a really grumpy horse named Bentley and he's got a bit of apple in his tooth and, you know, Hudson saves a day. Mm. In another one, there's a guinea pig that's gone down the drain pipe. In another one, there's a really jealous rabbit who has put the family, other family rabbit in a shed because he only wants oh. to be the only rabbit in the family. <laughs> and some chalks that fell down a wall. So, you know, I had so much fun and um, it was a really embraced book because, mm. oh, my God, Hudson had escaped from our house so many times. The mm. whole community knew him anyway. <laughs> he would always be, I'd get a call going, oh, Hudson's at the bakery, oh, Hudson's at the school. Yeah, no worries. I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we for a long time where I live, we had a little dog that would go off for walks by itself, and it'd be, oh. half, it'd, it'd be halfway down. His name was Bindi. It was a little Jack Russell, 
it'll be halfway down the street and you go bindi go home and then she'd turn around and go, like so she'd listen to <laughs> they're everybody. a great job she was, they're she so was full smart, of sass i love you know? them it's like yeah. she she knew where the where her owners were because they had friends down the road and then she'd just walk there <laughs> and then walk home and and like she lived to like 20 something you know yeah um, see alternate life yeah yeah Hudson was but, um, the same. He lived till 16. He just cruised around. He he had it going on. <laughs> he knew the streets. He knew the streets. He knew the gig, uh, yeah. Yeah, so it was an absolute pleasure writing that. Um, and, yeah, I just never actually, you know, really expected it uh, would go any further. Mm. Um, Lady Lulu, I, it was a funny, <laughs> funnier journey because I went, I went a lot harder and I was a lot more serious with Lady Lulu and it just kept getting rejected. Rejected, yeah, rejected, right. rejected. Thinking, oh, what? <laughs> yeah. And then I had a, a fabulous manuscript assessment. You know, those, they're just great. They helped me so much. And basically, they just taught me how to rewrite the whole book in, in what a publisher might be looking for mm-hmm. and helped heaps. They got picked up straight away. So, so will there be a Lulu and Houdini uh, crossover? Sequel. <laughs> I don't know. I need to. I'm so into my young adult novels. I love yeah. them, and I I really want to keep going. But um, I was thinking not because I've I've actually written another manuscript that I feel is super cool, and actually I think you would love this one. Mm-hmm. It's called um, now what's it called? It's about a little boy. I haven't really named it. I think it was called yes Operation IG, which is Operation Imagination Glasses. Does that make sense? I, I think it does. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And it's about a little boy who, and I think kids would love this, but maybe it's just me, um, can cruise around and he's bored, like if he's following his mum in the shopping centre or if he's at school or whatever, and he's got a little Mm. button behind his ear and when he presses it, uh, invisible glasses come on and he can see the whole alternate world. Like he can see flies wrestling and he can hear like, you know, imagine that, like that, you know, little little birds cruising past on skateboards or whatever. Alternative um, universe. Correct, right? Yes. And I thought kids would love that because that's all about imagination and they yeah. could just actually envisage that anyway. Yeah. So anything when I had the, that. Anything yes. to get the creative juices correct. going. Yeah. So I've had that manuscript in schools a lot and um, a lot of teachers loved that, but I just haven't got around to polishing mm. it and sending it anywhere. But I um, actually loved that because, yeah, I I worry about kids and their imagination these yeah. days and there's such structured activities in their lives and I don't know. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm an outside girl, you know, get them outside. Yeah, well, that's that's it. That's I, I grew up with a healthy amount of playing outside. Same. Yeah, no, I, I grew up with video games, but it was, that was rainy days and night times. So. Oh yeah, it's not every it, five minutes. No, it's, no, it's out the door. But now, now in my neighbourhood, I see that the if I'm home early enough, the school bus pulls up. All like you know, thirty kids get off. You never see them. They just no. You know. That's it. It's a worry, yeah. isn't it? And I know yeah. safety is an issue. We're lucky. We're still in a community where it's, as I said, pretty rural, and kids are out all the time. There are the horsey yeah. kids, motorbike kids, whatever. Yeah. Um. But it kills me when you see your family out for dinner and the kids are just on their on the devices screen. at the dinner yeah. table. I'm like, let's have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Let's make up stories about the people around us, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I sometimes text text my nephew and or someone. Like they're sitting on the couch and I just text them. They're going, specialize. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Look, <laughs> I must admit I do do that. 
to my children when I can't see them sometimes and I know they're around because it'll just annoy them. Yeah. <laughs> or if I'm riding in my studio, which is out the back, yeah. they text me, oh, when's dinner? Whenever you're going to make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, speaking of, um, I, I just I just remembered what it was like for me in school. Like we had a teacher that he'd give us a story with no punctuation, no no spelling. Or, yes. Yeah, it had the spelling. Um, yeah, like so. There's no full stops, no commas, no capitals, yeah. or anything, and it would just be words on a page. And then you you would have to do yeah, all I love the that punctuation, and you'd want to do it because you want to know what's going to happen in the story. And yeah, you wanted to make of sense of it. Thanks yeah. for the um tip. I might I might try that in the next week um, or so. I haven't I, done that for I, ages. I, think, I I got rid of most of my school stuff because I hated school. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I yeah, I think I think I have a few few um bits and pieces lying around. So I'll see if I can yeah pull it out and show you what it was like. Why did um, Why did you hate it? Because it wasn't oh, creative I, I was, enough I for was, you. No, I was bullied a lot. Oh, okay. Um, so I wanted to um get out as quickly as I could. You know, yeah. So I didn't really focus, but I, I did. I did a lot of drawing. So I've yeah, got a whole lot. Of, yeah. Well, it's more so to you know, it's just bored. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then everyone said you're really good at drawing. You should do cartooning. So when I left school, I did a cartooning course and went. I don't like this. Yeah, it's <laughs> so not you. It, it's it's like I only did it to you know. Yeah, because you it, thought it, that was it, your it thing. Me, well, it kind of helped me concentrate more. Mm. Oh and yeah, I, I get that. 100%. My mind, my mind, like I find it really hard to read because my yeah. mind wanders because I have an yeah. idea like i'll read half a page and i realize i haven't read any of the pages yeah, the do. first oh. two words has made me think of something and i've gone you know wondering i was doing that i was doing that tonight it drives me crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good I, skill but it's also a yeah, yeah it drives you a crazy skill yeah. doesn't it it's our busy minds and i think so you're the perfect author then because you're 100 percent always yeah. thinking 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 yeah. i've got a million ideas all these stories i want to do oh yeah i, I got well, my best mate always always has ideas and he's always like, what about this? What about this? And like, can we concentrate on one thing? <laughs> you know? Just just write everything down. Yeah. It'll come back. Yeah. But I think no. we were talking a while back that it's always in the middle of the night or really awkward times that the coolest stuff comes to you, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's Yeah. No, well, I immediately just put thing, notes on my phone. I just go. Boop, boop. Yeah. Same. I got, I got a, an author friend, um, regular listener of the show, Martin Kearns. Shout out to Martin Kearns. He's, he's from New York and he just says he's driving and then he'll just go, hey, Siri. And then... Hey, I like. I set off Siri. Um, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then he'll make a note and then while he's driving... Clever and, man. And, and all that See, stuff. I do that for shopping lists. Why didn't I morph that in my mind to hmm. writing lists? Yeah, just keep notes. I'm doing it. Thanks. Awesome. <laughs> well, no time for sleep, is there? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. Pleasure, and, um, before we let you go, just want to let people know where they can learn more about you and buy your books and all that junk. That's a big thing, isn't it? The old social media. Mm-hmm. Well, like you, my friend, um, I've got things out there everywhere. My Instagram, is the word handle? Is that the cool one? Yeah, word? I think handle is when it's at something. Okay. All at. right. So I'm at Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y dot Wilson. Mm-hmm. wings for grace all one word because wings for grace is actually my business name i run an educational consulting business um, that i ha- basically it's an excuse to hang out with my animals really and cool <laughs> cool kids and i mm-hmm. and it's my writing studio as well so awesome. um i have a website called wings for grace as well that you can find me buy my books if you wish to 
um, or contact me anytime. And my Facebook is Kelly Wilson. So I'm around. So yeah. I've well, always got stock that you can uh, contact me direct or Shoreline Publishing always have all my books on hand ready to go as well. Yeah. Or, of course, Amazon or all the all The, oh, the evil that... Amazon. Um... Yes, I know. I, <laughs> I shouldn't have said it. Contact me directly. Yeah. That's the best yeah. way. I'll, 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 I'll put all those links in the show note except for Amazon. I won't do Amazon. Okay. Um... No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to make like $1 off each sale. And I think it's hard enough, as we know. Yeah. It's it, No, Amazon <laughs> is is the perfect example of of good and bad at the same time yeah like there's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad yeah you just and have to be super clever apparently they treat their uh employees very very badly is um, that right like they're they're like tracked like really so they know when they're going to the toilet they know when they're going to oh no thanks um, you know and they basically <laughs> i think my mate put it this way he said they burn them out for a year and then they quit and then some another hire someone else and then, over, burn them so out got... and then always oh. you know also we can have a package overnight you know far out we should not yeah okay so when we're going back to that um quick what would i eliminate from the world <laughs> what, amazon <laughs> no <laughs> we didn't say that out loud <laughs> or, or, or no or maybe just bad employers you know um, yes yes selfish employers which goes back to greed again doesn't it an yes. entitlement off to mars with elon musk <laughs> yes. Ring Elon. <laughs> yes, ring, ring him. He'll, he'll sort it. <laughs> All right, let's let's end on a on a high. Um, yes. Thank you so much for coming, and um, we'll catch you next time, guys. Amazing to have some of your time. Thanks so much. <laughs>